Reduce. 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 Hello, humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Is Nat and Janaz. Janazzles in the houses. Oh. <laughs> and we're back with another episode. Y'all already know what it is, okay? It's another day to get a deep about ourselves. Ooh. Ooh, what are we going to talk about? Did you ask that question? You didn't, but I'm going to answer it anyways. You know what we're going to talk about today, Janaz? Um, I don't know. We're going to talk about five things you would have told your younger self. You. I know. Granted, we're not that old, so. Pretty old if you think about it. High school was like a while back ago. Okay, yeah. High school was like, what, seven years ago? No. Mm. I can't do math. No, it's not. Uh, Seven or eight years ago. Because we've known each other for seven or eight years now. (laughs) Just kidding. Back at it again with the gag reflex. Ew, you can make everyone throw up. Sorry, not sorry. That's not the reaction we want, Meg. Just keeping it real bad. <laughs> That's what I do every day. Anyways, um, welcome back, guys. Just wanted to say thank you again for leaving us your views and following us. We see you out there. Uh, don't forget to give us a follow as well on Instagram at Reduce, Reuse, Repost Podcast. Um, and of course, on Apple Music and Spotify. Also, uh, how did you guys enjoy our spooky, 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 ooky Halloween episode? Dude, everybody who listened to that messaged me after and was like, spooky, ooky, spooky, ooky. And I was like, dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I get, and then our religion um, topic. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that as well. As we are recording this, it is currently the day before the results of the election. Do you think they're going to sh- share it tomorrow? It's going to be done tomorrow? It's a Friday. Mm, okay. So it's been quite a stressful week for us Canadians watching the yeah. U.S. battle through that shit. You know, I there's mean, an article about how, like, the whole world's fucking watching. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't think I read that, like but I feel like everyone's... Game. That's hilarious. It's crazy. Dude. But yeah, I mean, right now, we don't know what 2021 and it's the rest like. of next four years from that is going to look like. So Nevada. We, Nevada comes through. Wisconsin's already good. We no? Gucci. Yeah. Wisconsin. Thought, no, they're recounting. I what? Well, because, okay, also Trump is like asking, like he had a bunch of lawyers ready to like um, submit for like recount. Dude, what the... Yeah, but apparently the judge is, like, not going to even entertain him, so... Yeah, that's no point. Yeah, so that's what's up this week. A little bit stressful. Yeah, not as stressful for, like, the actual U.S. citizens, obviously, yeah. but, like... Just watching you know, it. We're, like, right there, and I don't want a bunch of people coming over because they're like, mm, like, if Biden wins, like, I'm going to come over. Like, we don't want you here. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out. Y'all work on your problems. Go Just, kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, man. Anyways, Nat, what are we going to talk about again? I already fucking said it. Five things we're going to tell. Five things that you would tell yourself. All right. Your younger self. So I think the importance of this episode, at least to me, is, you know, always take a step back. Reflect. On. Your past mistakes. Share like a little. uh, I had a little um, (laughs) brain fart. Um. Yeah, just, like, reflect on, like, maybe not even your mistakes, just, like, the things you've done in life that maybe you felt like were hard mm-hmm. or, like, you know, take a step back and just, I don't know, maybe pat yourself on the back if, you know, you've you've been through some tough times and you've come through stronger or, you know, if you're going through a tough time, just know that it's going to be all right. Yeah, man. You got to tell yourself that every day when shit gets bad. Yep. Um, do you want to start off with your list? So we both made a list of what we would tell ourselves. So um, I think it's like 
pretty different actually. Like the yeah, like what we were both before. Like we were we're similar in like our values and just like our I guess like lifestyle, but I think like personality-wise like quite certain, different. Yeah, certain things can be really different. Yeah. I, yeah, like anyway, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no worries. Um so yeah, I guess like the first and like biggest thing I would tell myself is um when I was younger, I mean, if y'all listen to the other podcasts, you would already know that growing up, I was a people pleaser. Ooh, what does that mean? So what that means is... I please people. What? I please the people. Give the people what they want. No, it's just, it's more so just like, um, I was kind of like a yes man, mm-hmm. but in the sense where it's like, I saw that there was no harm in doing that. Mm-hmm. So I did it like out of like myself. It wasn't necessarily pressure from other people. Mm-hmm. I did it not because like, it wasn't because I felt good when I did that, but it was more so just like, I liked that everybody was happy. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't really, I don't think I've dug enough, like deep enough, even to this day to like know why I was like that. I mm-hmm. think it's just like, you know, when everyone was happy, I was happy. We're all having a good time mm-hmm. and there was no stress. Do you think that was like easier? Then like, it was, yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, I would say I'm not the most confrontational person, but I'm also like, okay with being confronted with things. I feel like as I've grown up, um i don't know i've always i've always at least in my opinion i've always kind of taken like constructive criticism like not super personally mm-hmm. um, unless you were like i fucking hate you you're a fucking smelly ass bitch or something i'd be like oh my god but like <laughs> if someone was just like hey like your energy level's kind of high like can you tone it down mm-hmm. i won't be like oh my god like why the fuck would you say that about me you know i'll just be like oh shit i yeah you know yeah. but i think that kind of bit me in the ass because then i got too used to it and i didn't really know how to stand up for myself and be like Hey man, mm-hmm. sometimes that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't really like, you just got to live with it sometimes. You yeah. know, it's not that, it's probably just something that I didn't think I needed really to change because it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But I mean. So I'm guessing that's more on your list. This one's on your list. What is? What you said, being a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, it's more on my list. Oh, no, because. Bitch? We, no, I'm just because kidding. you said, if you guys heard from the previous episode, this is what I'll talk about. I was a little bit of a people pleaser. Oh, no, yeah. That's the first one. <laughs> whoa, Go. whoa, verbatim. She fucking <laughs> recorded that in her brain. Um, but yeah, like that's probably like the biggest one that I would tell myself is that um, don't. Don't always feel. Don't, don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Uh, don't be suspicious. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Okay, Where's I went to um, I think it's from one of those dog memes oh i feel like you made it up no i did I, not because i only started doing that because of you no I, I think i heard it from like facebook or tickety tack some shit tickety tack tack i just said it it is like so don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be it just gets escalates more and more um um yeah anyways yeah that was like my first one which let's share yours um not really oh well i guess i'll see you in this episode i'm just kidding i'm kidding um, mine is you don't need to be in control of everything. For my friends out there from my past and my current, <laughs> just kidding. Y'all know that I like to have control of a lot of things. I wouldn't say I am a extreme control freak, but I do thrive off of control. Not in a sense where I am manipulative and evil. Okay, y'all. I have an empathetic side. Don't make that face now. Shut the fuck up. Ooh, just kidding. I just like to know that like from the beginning to the end, like everything that happens is because of me. Like I just like knowing that. Like I like knowing 
where the correlation is and where the, you know, like why this happened. And I know that it's me and then I can look into it and fix it and whatever. So I think um, it was really hard for me to understand that I was a type of person that liked control until actually university when a lot of like people around me were kind of showing me like, you know, sometimes you can just chill out. Like you don't need to always like plan everything, know everything, control everything. Um, And I didn't really understand that, I guess, also until I was in a relationship where certain things, like, I wasn't controlling to my boyfriend, just, like, certain aspects, like, when we're going out or something, like, I like to have an opinion. Yeah. And it kind of comes off in a way where, like, I want to, like, suggest to do this and have it my way. Mm -hmm. And, like, recently a friend told me that, too. And and you just don't realize it's something you do subconsciously. So, like, I, I don't feel like my controllingness is like apparent enough to be like oh my god like she needs to chill out or whatever everything and control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah be like like chill out it was more so just like subtle and it but i but obviously for people around me it can be a lot and it could be like really pushy i guess because there might be people around me who aren't as like opinionated i guess yeah. so um yeah i think for me what i would tell my younger self one of the things was definitely like you don't need to be in control of everything because ever since like high school, like I always was like a go-getter, like making sure everything's organized. Like my plan has to go according to whatever I wrote down. Like it has to go step one, two, three, four, five. And like if anything was to change in between, I would just like be in a slump and I don't know how to get out of it. So I think like over the years, just understanding the idea of control and how to adapt is like a huge thing that I wish I knew earlier because I think that did get in the way of a lot of things that I could have done. Totally, yeah, totally. Uh, but yeah, that's my one. Yeah, no, I think like even just like from a friend perspective, like I think like when, I, when I've seen you like in your slumps, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't realize that it's like not because you lost control of the situation. It's more so because like you're kind of like burnt out from Mm -hmm. like planning everything you know what I mean like it's like you by nature and I feel like a lot of the things that we tell we're telling ourselves like our previous selves right now or like I guess our younger selves uh it's a lot of it is like intrinsic it's like it's like a naturally a part of us Mm -hmm. it's a part of our like characteristic Mm -hmm. or just like the way that we are like our personalities wow I just like (laughs) said that in six different ways anyways it's like you're like intrinsically an organizer Mm -hmm. right like you like to keep things organized and stuff like that. And, like, for me, it's, like, I am an optimist. And I like to have, like, I like to see, like, where the opportunities are to make things positive. Mm-hmm. And not, like, go into the negative side. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't see anything valuable yeah. in the negativity. Right. Yeah. And I think, like, that did allow me to... Actually, not allow me, but it it actually stopped me, I mean, like, from seeing, like, any kind of, like, hope and like positivity in my life that's actually like my third thing on my list oh sorry i I bumped it too far no 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 no. it was just like being able to just let loose let things go like you don't always have to like right be in control and just being able to understand that you know like sometimes like you don't have to follow a plan right like i feel like everything that i used to do was like working together to make not make but like all of these things made me, but not in a way that was healthy. And now it's more so just tweaking because I, I think it's, I don't, I personally don't think it's realistic to say like, I'm never, I'm never going to be like so controlling ever again. 
You know what I mean? No, totally not. Like, no, 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 for, no. It's like, it's the same thing like when we talk about it. Like, I don't know if we talked about it in our episodes, but we probably will get to it for like part three of relationships. But like, you know, when people say like, don't get into a relationship hoping to change someone. Yeah. It's like really true because it's like, if you're going to be with someone, sure, you might not be with them at their their highest, their best. But in order to, you know, inspire them, I guess, to like get to where they want to be, it's not about like, hey, like I'm here to change everything you do because yeah. the way you're doing it is wrong. It's like you need to inspire them to help them figure out what works for them. Mm-hmm. And I think like that's one of the things like a lot of couples would like struggle with is that they hope to like be the change for the other person. And I think yeah. you can be, but My it's My better so, half or yes, whatever. It's more so about inspiring change for them to figure it out True. themselves. Because yeah. I don't think you can really erase who you are. No, Just, totally. Yeah, like, And I, I don't think... If you have a bad habit, it necessarily makes you a bad person. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a trait that's, I guess, quote, undesirable, it doesn't make you undesirable. But it will if you continue to feed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's all about tweaking in that balance. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if, I don't know if you guys will pick up, but over, I guess, the episode, as I talk about my list, you'll kind of notice everything just like falls together. Yeah. Like it relates to Same. each other. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. You're number two. Don't be sorry. That's the flow Let's of the hear. episode. All mm-hmm. right. The flow of the episode. Okay. So my second one is, and this is a big one for me. I feel like um, it still is. And Not a problem. Janice has been there from the beginnings mm-hmm. of this one. So my second one to myself is change is inevitable and just kind of like embrace it yeah. as, as best that you can. Right. I mean, like growing up for me, I am very privileged to say that I did not really have a lot of bumps in the roads or any... Um, uh, major like negative events that mm-hmm. happened to me when I was younger. And I feel like most of it is because I chose to see the good side of it. Mm. I was blinding myself mm-hmm. from seeing the negative side. Cause you know, like I had like broken friendships. I had like, I remember like in like grade seven or some shit, like, um, I had a huge falling out with like my best friend in grade seven. And like, um, she got so mad at me. I totally forgot for what, but like the only, only way we would communicate. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Bitch got hungry. Recess. She wanted those Welch's fruit snacks. (laughs) She wanted to eat those fruit snacks. Um, yeah. So like the only way we would communicate was like by letter. Like I went to Daiso back in the day, you know, that $1, $2 store. Yeah. At Aberdeen. I went to Daiso and I bought like cute paper because like, bitch if i'm gonna write a letter it better be cute you know so like but i remember this like paper i really loved it it's like a special it was like special like letter paper that also had like um um it had special letter paper that literally also had like a matching envelope and it they had little froggies on them and i was like obsessed with it and then like i like wrote her letters being like oh hey like it would be like a weekly thing i'd be like oh hey like i had like a great day like or like i had like a really bad day on tuesday and blah 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 and it's like that kind of stuff, like, I feel like I tried, again, it falls under the people pleaser part. It's like I, I tried so hard to mend something that might not be mendable mm-hmm. if the other side didn't want to mend it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, so, like, that was probably, like, the worst thing that happened to me. But, like, I always chose to see, like, a side that I could fix, the positive side. Yeah. Because I was always, like, super optimistic about, like, oh, you can do anything if you try hard enough or whatever, yeah. you know? I never saw, like, you know what? Maybe you're just at your limit or, like, you know... This is just the potential you have with this. You know, it's it's not so much like being a bummer. It's more like just being realistic. Yeah. Right. I'm um, like too realistic. What's on my list too? <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll notice that a lot of like me and Janice's like things that we want to tell ourselves are like kind of 
opposite, but also like it's what the other person kind of needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's why we have this kind of like weird yin and yang of like balance of friendship in terms of personality, like values are the same, but like views and growing up is like mm-hmm. we show each other the other side of things and mm-hmm. we can understand it anyways. But yeah, like I think the biggest change came for me when um, my grandpa passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think within like two months I had my first breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, and then Jazz and I had our first big fight. Mm-hmm. That was like, it wasn't really a fight. It though. wasn't, but like, you know me, I was stressed. Yeah. Yeah. It like for me, for me, it was like a, I was like, oh my God, oh, I'm crying, I'm sad. It was like a... Like a misunderstanding, yeah. mi- like a miscommunication. Mis- like we just weren't aligned. Yeah. It was the first time we were very not aligned. Mm-hmm. And it was like weird because mm-hmm. we were like, wait, like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then we were both just like, I don't get it. Yeah. Right? And it's like that for me was when like change hit me like all at once. Yeah. I was like, now I have to like stick with my family and like I'm single and like my best friend and I who have been aligned for so many years on so many things are like misaligned on something like mm-hmm. what the hell is going on you know like it was like a really rough like three or four months of my life and I was really stressed about it but it also like made me see that a lot of things come out of it mm-hmm. like perspectives have changed um I think I've like opened up more to seeing things more realistically Mm -hmm. but definitely when I was younger like change is inevitable like even even if you sit there and you try so hard to fix something it's like but like how did you feel in that moment when everything was happening like why did you like how come how come you realized that it was like change that was like something you I'm not really saying couldn't handle but like I guess like it was so much that it pivoted like a huge part of your life it was just a lot of negativity in my life at once mm-hmm. and I was so used to being positive mm-hmm. is that like when there was so much negativity like I didn't know how to handle it mm-hmm. I literally like I literally like couldn't handle it I was like I don't know what's going on yeah like I was like okay this is going wrong this is going wrong this is going wrong I can't fix anything because nothing's tangible mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like I also can't do anything about it. like what am I gonna do like bring back my grandpa like that's not gonna work you know what I mean and it's like there was like so much stress um a lot of tension between a lot of people and it was just like for the first time I felt like I was at my all-time low and I was like damn like nothing is going the way that um I thought it would be if I was kept positive mm-hmm. and it's like for me to keep pushing so hard to do something that I really didn't feel like doing mm-hmm. I then felt like oh it's okay to be stressed and sad and want space. I want to be alone to think about my own things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I think the breaking point for me was actually um, when my grandma passed away, I realized that I actually mourn very differently than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Like I'm someone who always li- like likes to be around people. I still do. I, I definitely value like alone time a lot more now. But before I was like, always like, I, I would be that friend that could like come over every day and I wouldn't really care. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we could do something fun. We don't have to do anything. I just liked being in the presence of other people. Yeah. And it's like, I just felt like my family was very set on like being together all the time, mm-hmm. doing every activity together, like cleaning the house together, like doing this together. And I was there for all of it, but I felt like whenever I wanted to take a step back and just like be by myself, I would like get shamed for it. Mm. Or I, like, you know what I mean? It'd be very like, oh, like, wow, like Nat doesn't want to come like clean grandma and grandpa's house with us. Mm-hmm. and I'm just like no like I did come I just don't want to come today because I'm like 
morning. Yeah, I'm just like, this is just the way I do it. And like, yeah. people didn't understand that. Yeah. You know, so it's like. So how did you get over like, not over, but I guess how did you realize or like not realize how are you handling the idea of like change that is inevitable? Like after that. I mean, I feel like it, it's, a, it's, it's very situational, mm-hmm. but I think I try to see things slower now. Mm-hmm. I don't try to like plan it out in my brain. Like this is what's going to happen if I do this. And then mm-hmm. this is going to happen when, it, when I do that. It's more so just like, I don't know, say like something negative were to happen to my life again. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, I obviously will still get very anxious just like as the person that I am. Mm-hmm. But I try not to see things so black and white. Mm. Like it's not like, oh, it's definitely going to be this or it's mm-hmm. going to be that. Like mm-hmm. it's not cutthroat. It's more like, okay. I think it's that way, but there's also 50% that might not think that way. Yeah. Right. So it's like, I think that's how I, I try to see it now. I think, I think slower. I don't get as into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just accept that it's like, you know, if change is going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, if, if I'm going to take it poorly, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But I can't stop it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I also can't control it. Yeah. I think a lot of people have trouble with that just because obviously like when you're comfortable, like, you don't want to do anything that makes you uncomfortable. Totally. I think one of the things I said to Nat the most was that you have to be uncomfortable in your life. It doesn't make sense to always be comfortable. Yep. Like you can always be comfortable, but it'll reach a point where you want to do something different. Mm -hmm. And because you're so uncomfortable, you'll back up and you back down and you won't do anything about it. But that's not how you grow, Mm -hmm. right? You need change to grow. Totally. Um, But yeah, for me, it was, I guess like my second one is like letting things go, which is like just not holding on to grudges and like remembering like all the bad things and like focusing on that because I think me not letting go really made me a negative person where like, yeah, I I, I would say I was a very grudgy person. Like I would be upset and I just don't want it to happen again so it's just like well I don't want to waste time reliving the same damn things totally yeah like I can't let go of what happened and like I would always like focus on it and I would think that oh that happened now and it's gonna ruin everything and I can't forget that it happened yeah so it's like that really made me into a very very negative person at the time I I think I'm still a very negative person but I think I'm a little bit more balanced than I was before like I said um these are just things that I wish I knew you know earlier where yeah it's okay to like forgive and forget yeah I think that's huge yeah like I would forgive but it would take a long time like low-key guys there is this person that i was friends with in high school in grade eight and back at it with a grade eight friends he did something that really (laughs) pissed me off oh shit um he told people my grade well not told people but he said it out low like uh-huh janet's got this in her math class or something Mm -hmm. and i honestly am such a bad person when it comes to math not a bad person sorry i'm just not smart when it comes to math <laughs> can't even, i guess i can't even english as well so um, it's all right bang. my math was really shitty in high school still is um and i was that was something i was really insecure about because a lot of my friends were like fine or like not as bad as me at least i just felt really dumb because like everybody else was decent math is hard dude yeah math well, is actually like my pretty biggest, hard i mean 
Yeah. yeah math my biggest insecurity and like I just wasn't good at it. So I've obviously my friend at the time that I considered as a friend, he was like, huh, just go this. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's totally not cool. Yeah. And I didn't speak to him for a year. And the saddest part is that we had every class together just by accident. That's hilarious. And, like, it was just and like, sad. Yeah. And like he would just keep trying to talk to me. And I'm just like, dude, no, I'm not talking to you. You fucking embarrass me in front of everybody. Like you told people I had a really low grade. And I'm like, that makes me really fucking like insecure and like yeah. it was great eight, man i was trying to fit in yeah true like, like a freshman it's a freshman in u.s terms like yeah just started high school and yeah. everybody everybody doesn't like is trying to know each other and i got exposed everybody thought i was a dumbass like you yeah. know trying to fit in and i was just like fuck that guy fuck you you're not my friend i yeah. hate you I didn't talk to him obviously later on like we were fine like in high school um but yeah like i didn't know to how to let that go i was just like this guy if i'm friends with him again he's gonna do it but it took a lot of convincing from, like, people around me. And, like, I guess time just kind of made things, like, easier to mend things. But I don't think that's really healthy to, like, ignore something and, like, not even give it a chance. Totally. Until it reaches to a point where it's, like, okay, yeah, it's been a while. Like, maybe you should forgive, you yeah. know? There's definitely people who are, like, it's been 20 years that you said that to me and I still haven't forgiven you. Like, Dude. Like, you know, you see it in TV That's shows. That's like an old people thing. It is. But like also I've seen like, families like that. Right? And it's That's just like, wild. I get it. But it's like, yo, man, like, don't think on the past all the time. So yeah. for me, it was a huge thing, like letting things go. Um, also, another funny thing, I hope this is not dragging it on, but really quickly, when I was a kid and I was really mad at my brother because I don't know what he did, but he did something to piss me off. I didn't speak for a week and my mom thought oh I was God, mute. Oh my God, yeah. I was five and my mom <laughs> thought I was mute. So she took me to the doctor or like a psych- And then the doctor referred me to a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist was like, she's just mad. That's hilarious. She's pissed off at my brother story, because yeah. my brother did this. My mom's like, what the hell? Like she talked to you? And he's like, yeah, she just told me like, I'm really mad. <laughs> and then and then my mom was like pissed obviously yeah. because she's like you're wasting my time and money when all these fucking doctors and psychiatrists and all that all like all of that just to know that whoa, whoa. that was like a major leg what the hell Sorry about that, guys. Was that was like, a creepy-ass leg. <laughs> yeah. You didn't hear it, but it freaked us the fuck out. Um, yeah, so anyways, my mom was like, all that just for um, us to realize you were fucking pissed off at your brother. Like, holy Dead. shit, like she was pissed. She still talks about it to this day. But anyways, guys, that's how hard of a time I had letting things go. So I wish someone told me enough to be like, yo, Janice, chill the fuck out. Yo, what if you were like <laughs> to hold a grudge against that person, though? What? What if you were going to hold a, a grudge against that person, though? What do you mean? Like, still? No, no, no. I mean, like, you know, if someone told you that, you'd be like, ah, I'm not like that. And I'll hold oh. a grudge. Ooh, just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I do. At least I don't think I do. I'm not sure, but... Like, um, now? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, you definitely yeah, don't yeah. do that anymore. A hundred thousand percent you don't do that anymore. But maybe to other people, you know? That's true, maybe. Um, I'm special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I also think, um, because I was really awkward... I still am a very awkward person. I'm very introverted. So yeah. I think because of that too, I just didn't know how to deal with She's like, like a fake extrovert, y'all. If you meet her in person, mm-hmm. she's like really nice. Like she is nice as a person. But like when you talk to her, like I can feel like the inside. Her is just like constantly vibrating with like anxiety. It's like, oh my God. And so she's like, yeah, totally. Like, you know, um, I get my nails done once a month. <laughs> and I like, like you know, what? Like just perfectly... 
yeah, it's like perfectly normal. And then like you would just feel her energy just like she's just like shaking 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 like on the inside but like anyways the analogy that i wanted to share was have you guys ever like seen a duck swim in water like if you have it's like janice is literally like on the outside she looks like the duck just floating on the water like super chill going about his day but then underneath the water you see those fucking little legs flying like they're <laughs> flying all around and they're just like like <laughs> like that that's that's Janice. That's me, man. That's Janaz. Just yeah, like I think I had a hard time letting things go more so because I wasn't really opening up to other people either. So yeah, that was my number two. Your day. All right, so my number. Expose th- yourself. Okay, <laughs> expose myself. Fact number three, y'all. Um, fact number three is, you are not going to get a dog until you are older. So this sounds funny, okay? But Very. for those people who know me in real life okay first of all you know that sounds like a salty ass comment because it is man passive aggressive to your mother dude you don't even you don't even know okay like here's the backstory when i was younger my parents always promised me like a pet Mm. like that wasn't a fish because i had so many fish growing up i had beta fish i had goldfish i still got fish i love fish but like I think it was ingrained in my head to love fish because i didn't get anything else Mm. which is like i'm not trying to sound ungrateful but I'm just, like, traumatized. Yeah, bitch, I had nothing growing up. Shit, well, did you want fish? No, you killed yours, so bye. I didn't <laughs> kill mine. My aunt did when, like, they were younger. Oh, my I, God, so I never true. saw the fish, but yeah. my mom wouldn't let me get anything. True. But, like, I was, okay, because, like, my parents, like, I was traumatized because my parents fed me so many broken lies mm. about, like, getting any sort of animal that wasn't a pet. Like, I'm sorry, that wasn't a fish. Like, I remember when I turned 10, my dad was like, oh, I'm going to get you a rabbit. And I was like, oh my God, yes, a bunny. Like, I love it. They're soft and cuddly and cute and whatever. And then like, what, you know what my dad came home with? A turtle? No. Fish? No. A toy rabbit. Um. And he like promised me when I turned 10, I would get like an actual rabbit like that lives in a cage that is alive that I have to take care of and feed and like bathe and shit. Okay. Didn't get that. And then when I turned 15 and I got... You could still do it with the stuffy. I mean, <laughs> I guess. Tea parties, you know. Hello, Mr. Rabbit. Here's a little cup of tea. Hey, did you want to eat your hay, Mr. <laughs> Rabbit? Did you need a bath today, Mr. <laughs> Rabbit? <laughs> and then when I turned 15, um, my dad was like, okay, if you come back home with straight A's, I will get you a dog. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Here we go. This is the year. Came back home with a good ass report card. What did I get? No motherfucking dog. I'm dead. And like every single time that my sister and I like proved ourselves that we could like um, take care of something or take care of ourselves or just mm-hmm. do better. My mom would get so mad at us that we even mentioned bringing home a dog. She was like, I don't want to have to take care of no dog and also take care of your asses and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, she didn't say your asses, mm-hmm. but like. She said stuff like that, and I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. And now I'm 25, and I still don't got a dog. So, Nat, young Nat, don't get your hopes up. It ain't happening, because it still hasn't motherfucking happened. Honestly, though, it's such a hit or miss when kids get dogs and pets. Because, like, if you find, like, a kid that's, like, super caring, genuine, whatever, like, when you're young, okay, you don't want to be playing with, like, blocks and toys and whatever. That was me. Exactly, and, like, <laughs> having them take care of something, like, is huge. So, like, maybe it was a blessing in disguise, you know? Like, maybe now I have a dog, and, like, honestly, you take care of him like a child. The only thing that's different is, like, they don't talk back. That's true. And all they do is, like, eat, sleep, and poop, and play, like, at, like, 
you know, that nothing really changes than that and the age. But then, you know, as, as like a, a kid, right, like a, raising a kid is a lot different. But in the first couple of years, like and then uh, sorry, first couple of years is like really, really intense where you're like, you really have to care for the puppy. Yeah. And then like obviously afterwards, like if you go anywhere, you're going to make sure he's OK. He's fed, blah, blah, blah. So. I think it was kind of a blessing in disguise, you know, that you didn't get up. What if, what if you were that person that gave away your dog? You oh my know? God, I would never do that. But so I know, don't if, know, if I, know if I was, kid? if I was, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, that's why I like, no offense, but those videos where like kids are like gifted a dog when they're like five, oh it's God. like, please, 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 that dog is going to die. That one kid that I'm still very jealous of, I remember seeing this, uh, facebook video where this one kid got a shiba like a shiba inu puppy for mm-hmm. christmas and she named him wasabi and i went first of all i wanted to just like take the dog away from her and just be like why would you do that mm-hmm. but then i was just like i pray that that dog's okay yeah i just feel like yeah I that just, family was in no position to get a dog yeah like i think it's i mean it's like if you want to take care of the dog like on behalf of your kid sure but like to, my mama was not ready for yeah, that. Exactly. To like gift your little child the dog is like, I'm sorry, but it's like my worst nightmare because like now when I have a dog, I just understand like how much they you mean to them. And it's like, no, please. Yeah, I know. It's really sad that I mean, people don't realize that. Yeah, but I mean definitely there are the hits where like they people grow up with dogs with the kids and they're actually like really good with them. They actually take care of them, blah blah blah. But you know, there are the odd chances where that doesn't happen. And who's going to suffer? The fucking dog. That's so I, true. Oh my God, like, that's so sad. I know, that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was my third one. It was a bit of a salty, like, whatever. But, like, it was definitely a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. I definitely, like, remember every year asking my parents for a dog. My sister and I both. So I can see how that was really annoying. But, I mean, it never happened. My sister has a dog now. Still not my dog. But, you know, mom, if you're listening to this, don't listen to it. Because I may or may not get a dog when you're back in uh, Hong Kong. But, you know, mm-hmm. just saying. I think it's hilarious, though, because um, I would support that. I would support because now I you're know. actually able. Capable. Yeah, like I have two friends, Melo and Janice. Just you guys friends. both know. Yeah, just two. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> just two friends who both have dogs who would be more than willing to sleep over at my house and take care of the dog with me. So I'm Gucci. True. Um, so what's your next one, Jer? My third one is... I'm sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> it's okay not to know everything. Yes, I was a know-it-all. Just kidding. I was a subtle know-it-all. I like I don't do it where I'm just like I told you so. No, I'm not, or, or I'm not like actually. It's this, 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 this. Like yeah. I would never go out of my way to like fact check people I don't really care about. Like mm-hmm. unless you're my good friend, right? But I would never try to act like a know-it-all at like at all. Like I am. I like when it comes to things that like, for example, like if a teacher was teaching me something, I would not be a know-it-all. I would just listen. But when it came to like people around me and like they would do anything that um, I felt like I should know. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. ick, is it ick, ick syndrome? That's what, that's ick what. Ick syndrome? Yeah. It's like, it's like a, oh. it's not an actual syndrome. It's just like ick, ick. Because it's like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I oh, know. Oh, you know? I see, I see, I see. I was okay. that kid. Like where it's oh, like I, I know it all. Yeah, I know it all in a sense where like I didn't like letting people know that I didn't know something because I didn't yeah. want to feel dumb. Yeah. Like it did stem from my insecurity, but trauma. Now, trauma yeah. from the math class. No facts. But also <laughs> just in general, like um I don't know, maybe it was because of like my how my mom was as a person. Like she was very like um inspiring where like she 
worked a job, took care of the kids, um, also did a lot of nonprofit. Uh, my dad was always flying around, so he was always busy. Um, so she kind of has to raise us on her own, in a sense. So I guess I looked up to my mom, and also because I was a girl, I felt like, you know, boys were always, like, rewarded, in a sense, when they did stuff. And, like, girls were kind of just like, uh-huh, you're a girl, like, shut up. I hate people like that. I know. So, you know, being exposed to those people sometimes, like, especially... Uh, when you're Chinese, like, a lot of the adults around you would kind of just be like, haha, brush it off, you're a girl, you don't know much. So I think I always just felt like I had to be strong because I didn't want people to, like, quote, see through me. So I always had to act like I knew everything and I was, like, just as good as the boys. And I've done that still, like, in a lot of my jobs, I think. Most of my jobs, like, in retail and stuff were, I guess, like, mostly girls. But, um... I worked at Starbucks and like there's a lot of guys around me and I definitely felt like during that time um, I did a lot where I had to prove myself. Like I always just felt like I had to prove myself. So because I didn't want to be seen as anything lower, I wanted to be seen as an equal. So I think, um, yeah, like I still have traits of that and signs of that. And sometimes it does get the better of me because I am diagnosed with Ick, ick syndrome okay appreciate sure it syndrome I, I i definitely had that part of me too i mean janice called me out like i think when i was younger like when we first met younger, she was like not that old bitch. okay yeah but maybe like seven years ago bitch <laughs> um she i remember her saying like dude you gotta stop saying i know like do you actually know i'm like oh yo i don't know man i just say that and she's like dude don't don't say that and i was like oh shit man sorry like yeah. <laughs> that's like, pretty much how the conversation went it's hard like i speak to people sometimes that go like yeah i know i know i know and then back of my head I'll obviously just like do you know? But you yeah, know, if I'm not close to them. I don't really yeah. care. For me, it was more just like a response. It mm-hmm. wasn't like an actual affirmation of like, I kn- I understand or I, like I was aware of this fact. It was more just like, oh, yeah, it was it was equivalent to. Yeah, for me, yeah. which is strange, Honest, strange that I honestly, like, put that yeah, like that. Like pe- people don't realize that because saying yeah is the same thing. Like if I'm like, hey, you know this and you're like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we say these things like. I guess mindlessly because it's a way of response where the other person feels heard. Yeah. But then like if you really think about it, you're not really listening. You're just saying to be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Certain times yeah. I think it's fine, but you know. Like if you actually know. Yeah. But it gets <laughs> to a point where like, well, not even like sometimes you can say, yeah, I know. Or, like, yeah, I know. Whatever. But I'm saying like some people keep saying it to a point where they don't understand the severity of it. And, like, how, yeah. like, it becomes very dismissive to people. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, that was, that's kind of a side thing. But, yes, I had a hard time trying not to act like I knew everything because I always felt like I had to or else people would doubt me and see me differently. Obviously, now I realize that it's okay sometimes to, like, not know everything. Like, it's okay if someone says, hey, did you know that, I don't know, coffee has caffeine in it? and wow like, <laughs> well, I saying? people like her are a bitch oh my god why are you so mean to me i'm just kidding i'm just saying just like um yeah like by saying no well, i actually didn't know like it it doesn't hurt but it was so hard like it was like you know when you're you like have to say sorry to something, but you don't really want to, but you know you should. That's how I feel. Sounds like my boyfriend <laughs> exposing you out here. I know you're listening. 
Oof. Big Ooh, oof. Bird. Big oof. Bird, bitch. Just um, kidding. But yeah, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's like, that's one that a lot of people can relate to, especially when you're growing up, mm-hmm. especially when you're the younger sibling. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of that flack. And you know what? I feel like a lot of women out there, girls, unite, mm-hmm. can like really understand that, especially yeah. when, like, when you were talking about like being in the workforce and just being like, having to prove yourself and like being seen as equal. I personally think that's really fucking sad that we got to do that. Yeah. That people like look down on others, not because they think you can't do it, but by something you can't control. That's just like, to me, it's like, bruh. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, you know, obviously I haven't had the worst. Like, yeah, right? there are definitely people out there that are way more disadvantaged than we are. But, you know, just, I guess, growing up the way I am and seeing how things worked normally i guess normally quote in how things were then and now uh i always just felt the need to prove myself and show others that i'm very capable of doing anything that they can but of course comes with a balance where sometimes you you know get to remind yourself it's okay not to know everything it's okay to say i'm not sure please tell me more you know yeah exactly that means tell me more tell me more um okay so i guess my fourth little little ting i would say to myself is not everybody's gonna like you yeah bitch this is a hard one i know jazz doesn't like me she's been faking the whole time you know what she says to me every time um just just because like not even like for a reason she goes like you know the only reason why i'm hanging out with you is because your mom pays me to like (laughs) come on man i'm just kidding so So funny she still says it like she says it for my mom mom's like that's right yeah (laughs) he's gone to the point on it she's in on it she's like Janice, come over for dinner. Your payment is due. <laughs> payment is overdue. Um, but yeah, like, I think this kind of ties into the first one where I was talking about, like, don't, um, don't always, um, like, people please. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, a big thing for me was I also had so, like, like a bit of problem I guess like now that I think about it, like with control in the sense where it's like oh if there was a negative thing or like if I was having tension with someone I was ready to like smash it I was like let's let's just smash okay whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. sorry sorry uh not that way <laughs> let's just let's just <laughs> it was hella aggressive let's just smash 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 the beef between us excuse me smash the beef between us like i just you i was so much reminds me of that video you sent me of like the birds talking becky can you smash? Becky, let me smash. <laughs> Becky, let me smash. Yeah, okay. So funny. No more smash. Another word, please. Okay. I, yes, I like to, I would like to you squash like to the smash? beef. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Last, like two episodes ago, it was spooky okay, and now it's smash. smash. Um, anyways, yeah, so I was always ready to like squash beef between like me and anyone that like, you know, I had tension with a little right. bit. Um, but for some reason, like, I, I kind of put myself on um, kind of, I guess, like, a meter of some sort where it's, like, you know, if somebody doesn't like you, you're worthless. There's something you're doing wrong because somebody doesn't like you. Like, I put my self-value like that. Shit. Which is, I feel like, growing that up. shallow. Yo, shallow ab. <laughs> no, no, but, like, growing up, like, I felt like um, I would put my self-worth in the eyes of others, in the hands of others. Yeah. It was very much so like, oh, if I did something wrong and somebody didn't like me, it's my fault. Mm. And I still feel like that sometimes, like there's some residue where like if someone gets mad at me, I'm like, oh, is it my fault? 
you know, and then I talk about it with my friends or I think about it myself. I was like, okay, partially it was, or it was, or you know what? They just crazy. Yeah. It's not me, it's them. You know, it's, it's okay to think like that sometimes, like to find that balance. But the I, big, yeah, the big thing for me was definitely just like putting my self-worth as a person mm-hmm. in other people's hands and mm-hmm. being like feeling good or bad about myself based off of whether or not somebody liked me. Mm. And I feel like a lot of teenagers can kind of like maybe vibe with that. Yeah. I don't know if it's like as relevant today, but like, well, I mean, yeah, like you're trying to fit in at the time. Right. And like, you want to make sure everyone likes you. Like I think, um, me seeking like approval from others not approval, but, like, wanting to be equal was me somewhat seeking approval. I think at the end of the day, we all chase for some type of acceptance. And totally. yours was just, like, me, them liking me. Like man. my peers. Yeah. Lock like, me place. <laughs> Love my. Yeah, I think a lot of people aren't okay, obviously, like, with, with something, like, knowing that someone doesn't like you. Like, it bothers you. Like, for me, mostly, I don't care about, like, anyone... I guess, outside of my immediate circle. But I'm not going to say that if there was someone out there saying that they don't like me, I'm not going to think about it. So, yeah, like, I don't know about people not liking me. I would, I can't, I don't like to say I would never care and I don't care ever. I think it will bother me at some point, but I don't put my energy in that first totally i think and i think that's where we differ is that like i put my energy towards that and i um shallow Mm -hmm. whoa um i saw i saw that as like my uh i guess threshold of acceptance Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i i saw that that way but yeah that was like my my fourth thing that i would like to tell myself mine is have a little imagination in your life i think i was pretty like imaginative in a sense where like I say some pretty weird things. Actually, we have a segment coming up on our Instagram. Oh, shit. That ta- see, that displays how fucking imaginative and crazy she's, I am. Yeah, she's, she's very, like, creative in a Bad non-conventional thing. way. Yeah. Like, it's not like, a, oh, I can do DIY and I can, like, write a song. It's more so just like, what the? Yeah. Like, it's like a what the? <laughs> so, yeah, for me, like, to have more an imagination, I just mean, like, never, not everything has to be so, like, straight cut and like mm-hmm. by the not by the book because i don't think i'm a by the book loosey goosey yeah like just i guess like <laughs> just be a little bit more um i guess like experimental in a sense where totally. like doesn't have to be so like bland i, I don't think i was a bland person she was just dull i'm just kidding whoa. <laughs> yeah i think it's more so just like um yeah just like be a little bit more like thinking outside of the box, like I feel totally. like, yeah, like I like to obviously push my limits, but I don't think I was very creative in a sense where if I felt like this was how it is, I didn't really want to push anything else outside yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. So that was my number four. That's one, guys. Okay, number five. Um. Oh, mine was don't let others um, dictate my happiness. And I feel like this kind of ties in with my last one where it's like not everyone likes you is that um, I feel like a lot of or like the five things I'm telling myself, they all kind of join together to make me more, um, I guess, aware of what like how like uh, aware of my perspective, my perspective on life. You know what I mean? Like really balance it out in the sense where it's like fend for yourself, like looking out for yourself is okay. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like being happy by yourself is something that exists in the world. It's something that I didn't realize existed in the world when I was younger. Because mm-hmm. I was like always around my family. Like my family was around me all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I felt happy when I watched K-dramas. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it was, it was a lot of things where it's like I actually didn't really know how to feel for myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like um, that still kind of gets to me yeah. where it's like, oh, I find it hard to to stand up for myself mm-hmm. um, and kind of tell people what I want to mm-hmm. or like things like that because it, it is it is scary. Like I'm confrontational with certain people, but with a lot of things, I'm just like, I don't really think this needs to be said. Yeah. Like I'm very much so like that. Yeah. Where it's like I pick my battles, but sometimes I just don't battle at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think like a lot of the times it's like how other people react or like like talk to you, I guess, really affects like your mood totally yeah. yeah and it's like i think that so you're like sensitive no i totally <laughs> am no totally though like I, I i think being sensitive is definitely a part of me but i think i've become less sensitive yeah. to a lot of things problem to be sensitive like, no sorry yeah. i came off that way because i think a lot of people <laughs> just kidding <laughs> a lot of people are just kind of like eh, i'm not sensitive like i think to an extent everybody is sensitive about something yeah like, like you take things personally yeah like don't reject it like it's who you are like I, I think it's weird if you're not sensitive to anything okay like yeah you as easygoing as you are like there's definitely gonna be something that's gonna totally bother you, yeah so totally accept it man yeah so like yeah like my sensitive as nazur um got the best of me like when i was younger i always mm-hmm. would think like oh because so-and-so doesn't like me or like um it's yeah it's over like my life is over like i i can't go back to school and like make myself like make myself anymore, be myself anymore, oh. because um, the only thing that I knew was being happy because other people were happy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't happy for myself; I was happy for others. Yeah. And I f- and mm. I think I mixed that up a lot because yeah. like I I just wasn't aware of it. Damn, I sound really fucking sad and like dumb. Not sad, but I just, <laughs> feel I just like sound, you're so. I was like, so naive, so naive. I was very sheltered yeah. and naive. I think you just cared about other people so much mm-hmm. that you didn't really know what being happy was because you didn't have your own agenda because it was so affected by others. Yeah. And then I feel like in, in turn that kind of pushes my, uh, I like project like how I think people, um, that are close to me who, who should be, um, thinking about my happiness, what they should do for me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's a really unhealthy like thought process that I had where it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm so nice to everybody. I hope everybody is nice to me too. Like that kind of like mentality mm-hmm. where it's like not always that way, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, like that was my last one that I would tell myself. And all these things that I feel like I would tell my younger self, I think I, I think it's also important to realize that it's also a constant reminder. You know, like you realize these things when you're older already. And it's like when you realize these things, it's good to also... um Remind yourself, like, hey, like, this is how far you've come. And also, also like, do your best not to not to sink back into these things or work on them, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I definitely get that. And I think it's what's one of those things that um, it ties in with pretty much everything else, like you said. So it's okay, man. It's okay to be sensitive. I'm just like a sensitive ass bitch, you know? I just, like, cry every day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So yeah, my number five would be spontaneity can be fun sometimes. Uh, that's kind of, 
I guess, following what I said, have a little imagination in your life, you know? I think, and that also follows falls into my uh, to not be in control. I just felt like I followed a plan so much that it got to me to a point where I was really unwilling to let loose, you know, be a loosey-goosey and be a little bit more spontaneous and have some fun sometimes. Like, it was just so hard for me because I needed... Like, yeah, I guess, like, I needed everything to fall under something. Yeah. And to, of course, in some way, like, I have control of the situation, right? Because you never know what you don't know. So True. I was so scared yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. So The um, unknown is a scary place. It is. But, but yeah. knowing everything, right? Is also a scary place. Exactly. I don't know how many conversations where Janice and I have, been, like, talked through the years where it's, like, if we're having boy troubles or if we're having, like, troubles at home or just troubles in general and we're just, like, always nervous or anxious, like, it's always, like, oh, my God, I hate being in the unknown. I hate mm-hmm. being, like, left, like, in the dark. Like, I can't believe it. Like, why would you do something like that? And yeah. it's, like, that was a big thing that I felt, like, we're a lot better with Mm -hmm. because like we've learned how to communicate Mm -hmm. in different ways Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah I think it's just hard to be spontaneous like for me to be spontaneous because I like everything prim and proper and following a specific thing you know um and I think like like I don't like I said I don't think I was like an outward control freak I think I was just like I liked that straight line yeah consistency yeah consistency yeah that's the word um, yeah. I like a straight line. I like a straight line. <laughs> I'm curvy. My line's curvy. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I made that accent. I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't find anyone. Uh, anyways, that's my number five. Um, but I think that's um, about it for us. I think that wraps up our topic of the day. Indeed, it does. Um, so we hope that you guys take something from this episode. Uh, maybe it's something you've thought about, you can relate to. Uh, let us know. Like we said, we're always open to feedback. We want to hear from you guys. Um, let us know on Instagram. DM us. Email us. We want to hear about it. Yeah, and I just wanted to shout out the people who did reach out to us and let us know um, topics that they're interested in. So just wait for it. Mm-hmm. Is coming. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. And Yay. keep an eye out on Instagram, on our Instagram. Um, we're going to have a little segment that is coming soon. So... Yeah, good. Is that for that? And don't forget to follow us on Spotify at Reduce Reuse Repose Podcast and also Apple Music. Leave us five star rating and give us a subscription and leave a review if you can. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Hello, humans, and welcome back to the podcast. It's Nat and Janice. And we're here again with another, wow, another episode I'm so sorry.